Welcome to the Rick Fuller Podcast, presented by Rick Fuller, the team leader of the Rick Fuller team, which serves the San Francisco Bay Area and the greater Sacramento region. Rick and his team have over 1,000 five-star reviews and have been honored as a distinguished small business by the California State Senate and Assembly. Rick is a community leader, national real estate coach, and real estate investing expert. Mortgage rates are going up. Warnings of inflation and recession plague news headlines. As we continue to do business in the fourth quarter of 2022, what message should you be conveying to your clients? Listen in as Rick educates his team on the current condition of the market and the conversations you should be having with your buyers and sellers. And we're going to make a shift and the rest of the year, I'm going to concentrate with you on market forecasts about where the market is going and what various organizations forecast the end of the year and what 2023 is going to look like. Now, let me me set up a little disclaimer. Nearly everyone understands where the market's at today. You understand where the market's at today. Go to MLS, pull active pending sold. You understand that we track that on a regular basis. Nearly every economist is very bullish about long-term future of the real estate market and where the market's going to be in five years, seven years, 10 years from now, there is a lot of difference of opinion over the next year and into 2023 and as we wrap up 2023. So I I believe that this group is mature enough and can can decipher the facts enough. So I'm going to bring you all of those opinions over the months of November and December so that you can be armed with everyone's opinion of the market and that the conclusion, I'll tell you where I think we're going in our local markets. Fair enough? Uh, So I'm going to concentrate with you in the fourth quarter, uh, not from where the market is, but to where it is going, and most importantly, what you, yes, you, what you should do about it. Next slide. All right, so this is from Keeping Current Matters. This is going to be my first sampling of forecasts of the market. I'm going to go to California Association of Realtors. We're going to talk about NAR. I've been doing some stuff with Brian Buffini. I'm looking into what Brian Eisenhower has, Jared James has. This comes from a company called Keeping Current Matters. You will get all of these sites branded and shareables. Uh, They have attempted to uh, the most latest forecast for Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, MBA, HPES, and NAR, and Zellman, one, two, three, four, five, six different opinions of the market. And you can see Fannie Mae thinks the market is forecasted to be up. And we're talking about price, not sales. We're talking about price, okay? Home values. And, and this is important because a lot of homeowners want to know where their value is going to go. So you have one, two, three, four, five organizations. NAR is the most uh, conservative in this estimate, which is a little unusual because NAR is very optimistic. If NAR was a golfer and they hit a golf ball and they couldn't find it, the first place they'd look would be in the hole. They are the most optimistic group of people I've ever met. And so you got NAR at 1.2%. You've got um, Zellman coming in with a decline of home values of 4%. These are some of the major players in the real estate market that specialize in forecasting where we're going to be at the conclusion, December 31st, 2023. Um, and your average of all these forecasts, forecasts is 1.8%. Now let's stretch this out a little further and let's kind of say, where do they think the market is going to go beyond? 23. Next slide, Christina. 
So this is a accumulation of of forecasters, economists with a variety of different uh, uh, employments where where they work. And um, this is their opinion in 2024 through 2026. And you'll notice that 86% of economists that are surveyed uh, think we may have some appreciation in 2024. Now we go to 2025 and you begin to see Mr. Pac-Man get quite full here at 91.4%. And in 2026, the estimate expected forecast for real estate appreciation is 96.8% of economists believe that we will see um, continued appreciation. Now we see a, a larger segment of this of this uh, these economists in 2024 and 2025, and it kind of begins to uh, become a slight sliver in 2026 that are forecasting some depreciation. I'll bring you some of those economic forecasts as they become available. And so this is what the the economists, when they think about the market, kind of big picture where it's going into the into beyond the end of 2022, beyond 2023, now into 2024, pretty optimistic about the real estate market. And the irony for me is I think that when you and I are talking to our clients, our buyers and sellers, I don't think that this is the message that they are receiving. Would you agree? I don't think that they have this kind of confidence in the real estate market. And my hope is that you're not telling and selling, but you're taking these things and showing and sharing how it impacts them. Uh, this is a very powerful chart to illustrate a little bit uh, longer trajectory of, uh, until 2026 on the future of the real estate market. Next slide. So what should you do about it? Okay. The first thing I want you to do is I want you to know that real estate has done really, really well. And this is a chart that's put together over the course of the United States. And notice the leading state, even with the Great Migration, and we wrote a book on that topic, the leading state of appreciation uh, year over year is what state? Yeah. Our state, the state of California, even with the massive migration of one third people moving out, because the average homeowner has accumulated $60,200 nationally, but in the state of California, they have accumulated $117,000 of equity. So the first thing I'm asking you to do with all of this news that's out in the market is to focus on the gains achieved. They have had massive gains in all markets in the United States, but nowhere more than the state of California, our backyard. Next slide. What should you do? Here's number two. Let's look at what's happened as a percentage of ownership. Powerful, powerful chart. This goes back even further since 1991. Since 1991, Californians have gained 319% appreciation. Let's go back to Zellman's estimate. You remember what Zellman said? He thinks that appreciation will be a depreciation next year of 4%. So maybe that means if you've owned your home since 1991, you don't have 319, you got 315% equity. I'm sorry. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry at night about your loss, right? Like 315% gain 
of equity if Zellman's estimates, right? And so I want you to focus on the gains achieved. We as people, as neighbors, as homeowners, uh, even as realtors, like we think the gain achieved is what our ho- our neighbor's home sold for three months ago or six months ago. That's not the gain achieved. It's when you bought the home. That's when the gain was achieved. And in, so if you've owned it since 1991, you've gained 319% equity in the United in the state of California, 290% gain on your home price uh, over the national uh, through the United States. Next slide. I also want you to discuss the alternatives. So if you're not going to own real estate, what are you going to do? Are you going to rent? Because this is what's happening in the rental market. This is the fundamental shift. I think the biggest change from 2008 to present, some of you were with me in 2008 in that market. The biggest shift is you can't go rent your neighbor's home for half the amount that you're paying in your mortgage payment. That is the biggest fundamental difference. There's a ton of differences, foreclosure, short sales, um, uh, adjustable rate mortgage, NAGAM, pick a payment. All of these things were there in 2008, but nothing more than your neighbor's home no longer rents for half the amount of your property. And matter of fact, if you've bought a property in the last couple of years, you're going to probably find that the rental amount and the mortgage payment in the community are very, very close because rents have skyrocketed. Don't steer away from the alternative. Address it with them. If you're not wanting to buy, what are you going to do? Are you going to rent? Because that picture is not has seen the greatest gain and it's the most untold story in real estate. Next slide. All right, so what should you do about all this? Um, remember, there's going to be a lot of headlines. Okay, I'm going to bring you those headlines over the next two months. Here's what I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you to remain certain about the things that are true. Remain certain about the things that are true. Because in times of uncertainty, people will follow the certain. Here are three things that I think continue to remain true today and will continue to remain through in 2023, 2024, and the future of real estate. Next slide. Here are the three. Number one, friends, not owning real estate is hazardous to your wealth. If you're not owning, you're renting. If you're not owning, you're you're not receiving any tax deductions or benefits from the mortgage interest and the property tax. And if you're an investor, the depreciation. Homeowners have significantly more net worth than renters. If not, if you're not owning, you're renting. And if you don't own real estate, it is and will be hazardous to your wealth. Number two, there are no day traders in real estate. Think long term. Think big picture. Think beyond what happened six months ago, what's happening in the next six months. Think beyond that to a broader perspective of real estate, a longer time horizon of real estate, and you will find that those who've owned real estate for a long time have won at a very significant level because there are no day traders in real estate. Number three, Danielle, you helped me come up with this. Rent is 100% interest. If you're paying rent, that is 100% interest. Last I checked, rent doesn't have an amortization schedule. Last I checked, rent doesn't have a mortgage mortgage interest deduction. Last I checked, when the property does appreciate, the renter didn't benefit from that. Matter of fact, they may have paid a price for the property appreciating and therefore near meriting a higher rental amount. Remember, rent is still 100% interest. 